Listen. Are you listening? <laughs> this is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Thanks so much for joining us here today on Radio Taiwan International. Up ahead this hour, it's Jukebox Republic. But first, kick back and join us for a brand new edition of Here in Taiwan. <laughs> Welcome to Here in Taiwan. If you're just joining us now on our Facebook live stream, welcome. It's now Friday. Let me check real quickly here. March 26th. I've lost all concept That's of time. That's right. Yeah, I think we're okay. good. Okay. Yeah, um, right. Otherwise, we're now on to Monday, March the 29th. Yep. Coming to the end game, everyone. Hang in there. <laughs> it's almost April. I'm John Van Trieste, and joining me here in the studio today, we've got Stash Butler. Hello. And Shirley Lynn. Hello. Up next, we'll be telling you why a, an errant horse has been irking the people of the central city of Taichung. Then uh, secret tunnels right behind RTI have been unveiled to the public. Uh, we'll be telling you about their history and why we have secret tunnels behind us. <laughs> also, uh, oops, did I do that? We'll t- be telling you about the Taiwan-operated ship that is uh, holding global trade hostage at the moment. It's stuck in the middle of the Suez Canal. We'll be telling you how it got there and, uh, well, more about this uh, general mishap as we go along. <laughs> We're going to be horsing around with a bit of uh, news about a horse that's really been... Uh, it's gotten into the news anyway. It's so. gotten into the news. That's the important thing. It's, it's a horse in Taichung. Uh, it's still a place I've never been to. Um, oh. This is the horse. I'm going to send this. I'm going to post this article on our Facebook feed. For if you're, if you're joining us on the radio, just imagine. Yeah, just imagine. <laughs> just picture a horse. Picture, if you will, picture a, horse. a horse in front of actually a, a quite a prominent building in, in Taichung, which is uh, the National Taichung Theatre. Yeah. Uh, which is designed by a very famous Japanese architect whose name oh. escapes me now. Is that the groovy one? Yeah, it's yes. kind of, all kinds it's kind of, of strange like, curves. It's kind of got curves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called. I've been there. It's yeah? very nice inside. I really want to go. It is curved inside. Um, anyway, no, so this, uh, there's a, a man here. Um, uh, was uh, What's his name? Here we have it. A man surnamed Lee uh, has been accused of violating regulations by Taijong officials because he brought his horse to a park called Charlotte Park near the National Taijong Theatre. Um, and there's a lovely picture of here of this, his horse, which is called Xiao La Jiao or Little Pepper. Little Pepper. Um, it's black. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's Beautiful. lovely. It's a lovely horse. horse. Well, he's very surprised by this because um, apparently he brings it to the park quite often. And no one just never noticed <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah. yeah, and everyone's like, and he's, this is the first time that someone has complained. Uh, he's, what, yeah. Was it going to the bathroom everywhere? Like, why are the, I don't was, know. What was the that was the first thing, first thing I think about. Really? <laughs> I think it's more just someone just like, whoa, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> usually it's the horse that gets spooked by the people, not the other yeah, way around. Yeah, exactly. So he said, uh, he said it's, it's not. It's also not the first time he has taken her to Charlotte Park. He said, adding that it is not hard to find photos of them there on Facebook. <laughs> it's like he, this is a regular occurrence, basically. So, well, hold on though. Is there like a, because Taiwanese parks I've noticed have a lot of very explicit signage about everything that's not allowed. That's true. There. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. no flying of kites. Yeah. No, no bikes in certain parks. No I mean, they have they have ones, very yeah. detailed signs. 
if horses aren't on there, then how can they? they yeah, it's they, true. They didn't, they didn't have any signs put up well, explaining. Well, so that. apparently it says that the regulations state that animals are prohibited at public parks, with the exception of household pets, uh, as defined in the Animal Protection Act. Um, but horses are not considered a household, household pet. pet. Um, I don't know. You know. I guess because they're not in the house, maybe. Well, uh, not usually. Well, maybe. What you know? Yeah, maybe, if this man usually. kept his horse in the house, then maybe he he that'd be the loophole. Take that to court. Yeah, exactly. Is he going to get mm. face a fine? Well, yeah, they said a fine of uh, between two thousand and ten thousand NT. So it's, it's not the biggest fine in the world. No, What's that between about? Still. Well, if it's on the higher end, that's a bit. That's yeah, a bit. on the higher if end. If you can afford to keep a horse, though, I don't think that's going to be that's a big true. Obstacle. That's true. Well, he's actually got more than one. He's got two horses. Frequent uh, <gasps> the park. Or uh, just one? What does he the do? Other one. Horse trainer, maybe. Doesn't say. If uh, if the, the other horse, the other horse is called um, uh, Xiao Xiao Marco um, or Little Marco. Oh. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. he's also very mild tempered. Um, Mister Mister Lee says, uh, "Yeah, he says horses are as loyal and as docile as dogs. They are man's best friend." Oh, um, and he says uh, he says this is a problem of understanding. It's misunderstanding. You know, he's been misunderstood by uh, the Taijong residents here. They, he says, as many Taiwanese do not have many chances to be near horses, many do not understand them. Um, <laughs> and he says he often takes Xiao Little Marco. Uh, a little who is smaller in stature, it says, to preschools to give children a chance to understand, not be frightened of horses. Are, oh. Is there a phobia of horses? So, I don't know. I guess like yeah, I think it's my first time hearing Taiwanese people owning a horse as a pet. Actually, mm. I mean there are stables, and I actually yes, once met stables. someone who had come from the Netherlands to act as a train trainer for the Taiwan equestrian team. Oh, I can team. see that. Wow. Um, so, there is cool. one uh, by oh, out. Well, actually, not far from us. It's over at Zipai, uh, you know, there. That's a little bit away from us. But well, still. kind of. Hmm. Is it a stable? So there's a stable there okay. in Taipei. So, so that's the one I know. They may have been the ones because recently I was at a park that is close to our studios and there were a bunch of ponies there as they were brought over by uh, and they were letting kids, little kids ride on them. Oh, okay. I can understand and, ponies. And they were very, they had very good... Um, uh, control of their bodily functions. I did not step in anything. So, um, <laughs> I mean, it's you know, I mean, to me, that, from my perspective, obviously, like when a horse does its business, it's it's quite large, but it's better than like a a dog a dog thing, you know, dog because dogs. Well, I don't know. I just feel, more than yeah, horses. I feel like with horses, it's just really? like it's like ninety percent here hay. in Taiwan. <laughs> the program where we discuss <laughs> animal feces uh, here Can in we Taiwan. Go on? We need to talk about, <laughs> about buffaloes. Put that on our um, our website. Yeah, that could be like a subheading or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh well. I mean, yeah. So can he appeal the fine? Or? Well, he says that, I mean, it doesn't seem, I think this, he might be let off for this one. Uh, it's not really clear whether authorities are going to kind of pursue a fine against him. He says that he would avoid public parks from now on, Oh, uh, which is a shame. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like these parks could also, you know, I mean, I feel like these horses, they sound, they sound like they're very kind of, very calm. I mean, you know, it says here actually that he's that lots of people find it very therapeutic being around the horses. I know that just like therapy, therapy horses, horses is a thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. riding horses. Yeah. Well, if he claimed there were his emotional support horses, could he maybe get away with it? Guide horses. Gu- <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, he'd yeah. have to be have some kind of You're a yeah. horse. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Any comments coming yeah, in? Yeah, we do. We have a, a hello from Radhakrishna Palai N, who's saying hello, friends. Then a hello from uh, Pomida Andafern from, from Elan County. Oh. Uh, mm. Yeah. And then 
uh, Colleen Mayeux, uh, forgive my French, a Belgian who lives in uh, in Japan, who says she loves our energy and keep up the good work. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, yeah. We try. We we'll try. Yeah, we try. Sometimes uh, our conversations devolve into animal pieces. Yeah, but, you know, yeah that was, I think that was before we started talking about animal pieces. So you can take that she back. She may not be listening Colleen, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen has signed out. Uh, and then we also have... Uh, uh, someone watching Prembar Adhikari from uh, Nepal. And then Neela Kandan Viswanathan, uh, who I uh, imagine is from India, but it doesn't say. Uh, uh, I'm not quick enough at Googling to see where that is. Uh, and then Jen Delari, Ryan E. Porter from... Uh, it looks like he's in the US. Dabash is copy. And yeah. And then Co- Colleen. National crew with us today. Yeah. And then Colleen right. Mayo has just said good accent. So oh, I've, I've, okay. got, all right, I've all got right. a thumbs up from the, from the Belgian. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, we have, uh, I think it's a kind of an open secret here in Taipei, but it was a real secret for a long time. Uh, we are right next to Taipei's Grand Hotel, the place where, you know, uh, really important people from around the world, including, I think, the, pre- the former, like, the late president, uh, Chiang yeah. Kai-shek himself, uh, would often go. Uh, right. And so a lot of uh, very important people staying there, and for their protection, there were these uh, two secret tunnels That's right. hidden beneath the hotel. Uh, yeah, one of them was open to the public. I probably, I, I know that they had occasional tours, but like I think they've f- fully opened it. Yes, in 2019. in 2019. And now they've decided that the other tunnel will right, also be the, open. The East Wing. Yeah. I the, wonder if we could like get there from here. We. Or, we yeah. I don't know where the. I actually don't know where the tunnels lead. Anyway, tell us about these th- very secret tunnels, not so secret anymore. I know. How they came to be, what they were for, and okay, why this they're is really, being reopened. really amazing. Now, first of all, the hotel was built in 1952 um, as sort of like a. What was it? Um, a place to host like foreign guests and stuff mm. from, yeah. you know, by the President Chiang Kai-shek and his wife, you know, um, So mm. Meiling. It is then, an imposing place. Right. We, we work, we work we, right beneath yeah, it, we directly behind, beneath it. Yeah, if we walk out the door and look back, we can see it it's just right above us. It's on top a high hill behind us, so it, kind, a, of, it kind of looms it does. over yes. our it does studios. Loom. It's, it's, it's quite tall. It's got a red roof. It's, you know, it's just a very Chinese-style kind of building. It's, it's really like, iconic. It's like the uh, Forbidden City on steroids. It has... <laughs> It's very. Uh, they've definitely supersized it. Anyway, yeah. have either of you ever stayed in it? Stayed? No, yeah. just only walked through it. I had been, lunch there. I've been in their lobby, and that's the most I've right. ever done. I'd like to right. go sometime. I think I, I, ha- can, I have plans you can to go to their restaurants. Yeah. Well, I've been to the tunnel only oh, at the, to the opening, the top of it. I didn't so, start walking down it anyway. So there was a concerns, and this was during the Cold War that something might happen. Uh, Taiwan was very much well. It still is, but I think you know at the time there was a definite red scare mm. yeah. so they wanted to protect their important people yeah exactly that's what the tunnels were for that is right so anyway so the west wing opened in 2019 and attracted 200,000 visitors and um, so they said oh let's open the east wing then <laughs> and um, the east wing is actually 67 meters a passage it's got 84 steps going down I've been there but only at the top I didn't try to walk it down because it's like a spiral under like going downwards and I've heard that that design was deliberate yeah you know what at the time I was saying all of being able to go to the tunnel I wasn't listening to a person kind of telling me all this info <laughs> so only now I realized that, oh there's a reason why it's spiraling down and what, what, so, that, what the reason had something to do with bullets is that yes. right they were afraid that someone would fire bullets right and, and it, I mean bullets only go in a straight line right, right? they don't so, really curve they're not like right. boomerangs yeah. so if the tunnel is curved. deliberately a bit a bit a uh, bit of misdirection right. there yeah. people have a less 
chance of getting hit. hit. And it slows down any would-be communist oh, yeah. agents or Jeez. attackers yeah, you, in the you, event you of an really attack. You can't run fast you yeah. know, going on spiral staircase. So whoever is escaping has, a, going down. has more of a chance to escape. Right. Actually, it's really, it's nicely lit and I think repainted or something because it's whiter than when I saw it first. <laughs> it's kind of... Dark and dingy, and dingy. Yeah. yeah, really, it was. The other know, the time, I- interesting fact that I learned from Shirley today, actually, is that uh, it's the walls are deliberately rough. Even the, not the ceiling, ceilings. They're yeah. very rough, and that has something to do with the acoustics. Apparently, yes. Uh, what, what was the thing? They can't. So they hear? They, they, they they would um, they wouldn't hear you know direction uh, the position of the escapees, the people, the people that escaping, were escaping. Mm. because so, they, would, they would kind of muffle their sounds. Muffle the sounds. So uh, everything about it was very carefully designed. You know, again, where, where does it lead though? Because once you're out in the open, aren't you like vulnerable? Okay, you there are stay conflicting. The <laughs> there are conflicting facts here. I'm looking at two news articles. Okay, one it says it leads out to RTI, which, which is to the left side of RTI, but it's on the other side of the wall. So we oh, can't right. go from where we are. So there's, okay. a, there's a wall to stay right. for free. And, and so, um, yeah, we could be like the phantom of the um, the phantom of the Grand Hotel. The of the Grand Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> they right. can write a musical about us. <laughs> I wanted to bump into them. Um, um, but then there's also uh, another report saying that it actually leads to the Yuan San um, Club and also the the um, the American Club next door to us. That's our other neighbor. So I'm going like, okay, so where exactly? So that's the secret part, I guess. You know, it's still confusing. Well, They're trying to not to let you think, like find a way to get into the secret part or tunnel or something like that. Hmm. Anyway. I guess we'll have to go and find out for ourselves yeah, now that it's open. Now that it's <laughs> open, we should. We, we should go. Now, now I realized why there was some construction going on for the last month or so. To the uh, left, I remember. Oh, and is I was that wondering what, that what they were doing. I thought it was a gardening were, project. It was. It was. <laughs> they but, planted a bunch of. They tore up the whole side of the hill and planted yes. very nice flowers. And there's. But, it's lit up it very nicely at night. That's now. what it was. I thought they it was just like meant, a la- like a terrace for maybe afternoon tea or something. I, I don't know what it was, but now I know what it was. So that's where it is. Yeah, that's, that's where it comes out. So yeah, it comes out and then it comes to this secret garden. Apparently, well, it's not so very secret. It. It's lit well, up at night. <laughs> no longer secret. Not so secret garden. You know, it's not so secret anymore. Yeah. So that's. So that's what it was. Because it was always covered in a thick foliage. Yeah. Right. So also, well, that sounds more secret, doesn't it? Yeah. When yeah. it was under construction, it had this canvas over it, and I was wondering what's going on. But yeah. uh, anyway. They're really so tearing it up with those excavators. <laughs> right. But behind this secret garden is actually the former residence of the very first manager of the hotel, um, who uh, sh- was, what's her name? Uh, Kong Lingwei, who's actually, who was actually the daughter of the first lady, Song Meiling. Uh, so, so Ming's elder so sister, it was Song Ailing. The first lady's niece. Right. Let's make that okay. a bit simpler. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so. Um, so there's a story as well. Yeah. Because that hotel is very. Um, it has a lot of lore associated with it. A lot of well known people have stayed there. I can't think oh, of their yeah. names off the top of my head, but like people that you would know mm-hmm. <laughs> have stayed there. Yeah. Historical figures. Historical right. figures. So anyway, that little residence is now turned into a little museum and it's open to visitors. Can we go there? Yeah. How do you I get there? So. I have no idea okay, how. Okay, first of all. I know I can see it from our parking lot, but I don't yeah. know how you get in. <laughs> I had no idea that's uh, a, a, some kind of residence. It just looked like. A real ruin, a, a, a an abandoned, ruined, yeah, little house for I don't know some workers around. I it was like a shed of some sort, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> storage shed, and it's right to, next to the the tennis courts that we've got, right? You know, which is part of the uh, Yuan San too, I think. But they've got barbed wire over the top of that yeah, wall. That, I don't know how you would get in. I know. Anyway, yeah, so that's, anyway, that's exciting. So when this pandemic is over, I definitely, I mean, you can't miss it coming into town. The first time mm. I came to Taiwan, I immediately went, "What's that?" Yeah, yeah. it's an, it's very. 
It's a striking it's building. It's right on a hill by yeah. itself. It you towers know? over everything, and mm. um, you can't miss it. But uh, yeah, definitely, I heard that there's going to be guided tours as well. Mm-hmm. So You've got to book ahead of time. Yeah, well, once it's over, once this I pandemic's mean, over and people can come back. I, yeah. I did, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought that I heard that a former employee of RTI got to slide down one tunnel. <laughs> is this, is this <laughs> inaccurate? A, that is a story that I have also heard. I yeah. cannot confirm it. It from RTI. It was some kind of reporter from a different oh. TV station. Oh, no, I heard about, about Charlie, Charlie Storer, who used no. to... No. He may have, he may have he done that on his, on his own down. time. <laughs> he may have done that when no one else was looking. Right, <laughs> he might okay. Have. Just gone and slid down, <laughs> broken Wee. in. Wee. <laughs> that would have been fun. Well, we've done it. We've blocked off the uh, source of 12% of the world, world's trade. Um, yeah, well done this us. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Woohoo! This is so embarrassing. It's a, not actually a Taiwanese flagged ship. No. Or a Taiwan, we should be clear, it's not Taiwanese owned either. The owners are Japanese. It's Taiwanese yeah. chartered. It's Taiwanese chartered. operated yeah. ship. Yeah. Uh, the Evergreen Marine Corporation of Taiwan operates the ship, the Ever Something. Ever Given. Ever, ever Given. given yeah, which is very strange. It's confusing everyone because it's got, ever, it's got Evergreen written on, there, on yeah. the side. Right. Uh, right. Anyway, they're operating it. Uh, it's going from China to Europe, carrying goods of some sort, and in from China. partway through from this through the Suez Canal. Mm. Well, the story that we've heard is that there was a big gust of wind or something that kind of pushed the ship askew. Yeah. And mm. so far askew that it's now stuck grounded it's now blocking and this is an, and an enormous yeah. ship we're and talking about yeah. 200,000 right. tons was it yeah I mean it's like it's, a, it's like tons. a quarter of a mile or 400 meters long yeah. so it's like it's, it's a huge and the tug efforts of tugboats to get it unstuck have not worked I mean these poor little tugboats and you're just thinking like there's oh there's no way I've That's seen so all tiny. sorts of hilarious like internet memes yeah it's definitely <laughs> very sort of fertile ground for, for <laughs> meme making uh, but yeah no so sadly that people have done some kind of maths about how much this is costing uh and they're saying it's uh delaying 9.6 billion u.s dollars worth of maritime traffic every day day. which is 400 works out apparently it's uh, about 400 million uh every hour wow um and it's an expensive mistake it's an expensive mistake it's it is just it's quite i don't know i still just find it quite funny it's quite a funny image Uh, yeah still a ways away before they can really uh, get it unstuck it's like do you you ever see those kind of videos where like um it's like someone working in a warehouse or something drives a forklift drives a forklift truck yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that it's like that kind of video (laughs) except like on a scale just unimaginable yeah it usually doesn't as someone said pointed out online is i mean you may have done a done something terrible made some terrible mistake at your job this past week but it probably can't be seen from space yeah it can literally be seen from satellites this one is yeah they haven't really kind of figured out no one they haven't uh, the wind is just a kind of theory i think uh yeah a ship of that size i feel like uh, it would take quite a brief to push it yeah you think but then i guess like it's just also like kind of, i guess yeah i mean it, it would take a lot but then it's also kind of it's huge so i suppose it's kind of quite a big kind of almost like a sail on the oh, side yeah, of it big surface area yeah big blow. surface area i don't know i mean yeah, i don't want to say it's an easy job but um but you think <laughs> it should be okay oh, man. um but they said yeah it's interesting because we're going to get getting conflicting reports 
I was reading about some kind of uh, managers or some people uh, working for the kind of Suez Canal saying that, oh, you know, it's, it's nearly there, just nearly there. And then, uh, but they're also the vessel's technical managers saying it's still grounded. Yeah, and people saying it could be, like, it could last till April, it could be stuck there till middle of middle April. Of April. Really? So like, yes. how, how many billions of dollars will that have well, been? Well, they say then? they're expecting like these high tides on this coming weekend. I didn't know canals Actually, had tides. this past weekend. And, they got um, locks, if don't it, they? I don't know. Because I was reading about so, like, so in the Suez Canal, you have like this this lake in the middle called the Great Bitter Lake. Great Bitter uh, Lake. Yeah, it sounds like my, my, someone in my journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Great Bitter Lake. Bitter lake. Um, but no, then so north of that, there it flows seasonally, I believe. So I can't remember which way around it is, but um, in summer and winter, it flows in different directions. Mm. And then, uh, and then in uh, the south of that lake, it goes with the tides. Okay. So it goes from from the Red Sea. So there's a chance that the tide could help flow in and help dislodge it. Perhaps. Yes, perhaps. But if it didn't, then then it, it's going to take another twelve to fourteen days. So so that's why we're talking about mid-April. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, we were talking in the office earlier about this and said that every time Taiwan gets excluded from something, we should just send a ship to jam up some <laughs> international waterway and be like... Yeah, just block something else. Yeah. <laughs> Where else wow. can we block? I don't know. The Panama I mean, Canal. Panama. Panama's next. The Straits of Magellan. <laughs> oh, no. What's that one? Yeah, I mean, the one near Singapore is probably a bit too wide, uh, that kind of strait. But uh, think about all that traffic, you know, uh, um, blocking other ships. Yeah, and, I wonder, and so yeah. some are considering, like you know, um, kind of like Going sailing for another five to six days, an extra five to six days, and getting around Cape. What is it? Good Cape Hope. Town. Good, Cape good, good Hope. Hope. Cape yeah. Good Hope. Uh, and also the other thing is that they're going to keep trying, and if it doesn't work, they're going to start unload all that cargo on that particular container ship, which is going to take forever. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, because they I, have yes. got how many? How many car? I mean, how many containers? Something know. like four hundred thousand containers? No, really, two hundred thousand containers, oh. twenty twenty thousand containers. A large number, anyway. <laughs> large number. Uh, I mean, it's. I was. I was actually wondering at what point these. You know, it's like oh, I'll give up. You know, like it's. It's like when you're waiting for a bus and you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna walk. Go, I'm just gonna go around Africa. I'm just gonna go around. I'm just gonna pull a Magellan. Yeah, <laughs> just go Vasco all, da Gama all the way you around. Know, I'm just worrying about all these shipment. If they're like, you know, um, they have expiration days, they can go bad. Think I don't about think there's a lot that. of food being Probably shipped. not that much food. I think that's really? probably. I think it's is probably this... flying. Oh, good. If it is, uh, really. Okay, if it's that, flying that at all. Better. Yeah, I mean, I think they're saying that kind of. You know, again, just kind of like different people saying different things. Some people are saying that you know, oh, there's a lot of oil going through right, this right, channel, right. and then others, others saying, oh no, it's fine. It's not. People have like there's stores of oil and stuff. Right, but oh. still, I, I haven't know. ordered any. <laughs> consumer goods yeah. from and lately yeah. anyway so if, I don't think it, it really matters to <laughs> me personally in, yeah. if you're in Rotterdam and you've ordered something from China then you might be in a my rubber duckies are like, late yeah. <laughs> where are my 100,000 rubber, rubber ducks <laughs> yeah I don't know actually speaking of 100,000 okay actually that's an unrelated thing I heard about one one time where a container of rubber ducks fell off a, 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 a container ship somewhere and then it actually was really useful for scientists for like tracking global currents. Oh yeah, because oh. they because they so it ended up being this experiment that they could never run like ethically because ethically you just can't dump a hundred thousand plastic rubber ducks in the ocean. You could. Well, yeah, <laughs> um, but this so they but it ended up being really useful for like oh. plotting the way oh, the ocean wow. is. That the one that okay. they're still finding rubber ducks? Probably, yeah. Oh, was I that Legos? That one. I can't oh, there remember. is a Lego one anyway. Yeah, we're getting distracted Lego. anyway. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Yeah, you know the WHA. 
You, what else could we do? I don't know. <laughs> what else could we do? <laughs> it would be a real news? shame if how, there was a mistake in how this. Else in could we, how else could we inconvenience <laughs> the world? Off the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got, what, what, do we have any comments? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, have a, we have a whole bunch. Um, so, uh, yeah. Nila Kandan Viswanathan says, the horse is one of the most powerful animals. <laughs> uh, Joshua Bandia joining us from the Philippines. Dendelari talking about the tunnels. Um, in the uh, in the hotel says that kind of secret underground structures uh, fascinates me. Mm. Yes, the it, first in the world. Yeah, it's the first hotel place in the to world visit. to have secret tunnels. Well, that well there could well, be ones that we don't know about. I mean, that's the about secret tunnels. I know. I I was that, wow, we're so bold <laughs> in making that statement. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and uh, and she says there's something in Seattle like that. We Ooh. can see all of old underground Seattle. Ooh. Yeah. Uh. Well, that is just about all the time we have today on Here in Taiwan. Thanks to everyone who joined us and left a comment on uh, Facebook. Oh, we're pointing at each other. Why? <laughs> Anything you would like to share no, with the class? Nothing no, nothing to share. Okay. I'm John Van Trieste. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Stash Butler. Stay tuned. Jukebox Republic is coming up next. there you just tuned into jukebox republic i'm shirley lynn if you think your country has a bad case of misleading ads well so do we here in taiwan and so i saw a piece of news on focus taiwan just the other day saying that misleading ads had been fined over seven million u.s dollars in taiwan just last year but that hasn't stopped the problem of fake ads and stuff i've noticed a problem some so convincingly fake but i know some people still fall for it it's all playing on the minds of humans, just like scams. And yes, one of my best friends and my daughter have been scammed for quite a bit of money. My friend, because he lost his wife. And a person played on his misery by saying that he lost his wife too. And the story just went on from there. You can tell what happened afterwards. My daughter was played on when she got the scam call about an online purchase at 10 p.m. Just when she was getting tired and edgy. And she fell for it. But misleading ads of, like, most of the time about weight loss supplements and stuff play on a desperation of those who just want to lose weight. Anyway, I have a word or two about my thoughts and feelings about that. So the song here is Jiade. It's fake. First, just think it's fake. <laughs> well, anyway, this song is by Zhang Cao. Shikabian 
像是真的落在了心中，却也藏着所有遗留的情节。默契都是假的，半一点点巧合，埋藏在你身边，静静留下。Listening to Jubal's Republic, I'm Shirley Lin, and that song was "That's Fake" by Zhang Cao. Now, I'm talking about the subject of misleading ads, but if you remember, if you've listened to my program before, I said that most of the songs that you hear are love songs. So that was a love song. Yeah, don't be misled. <laughs> anyway, so according to this news article that I found, a total of five thousand seven hundred and forty-two advertisements containing false claims were fined more than seven million U.S. dollars in Taiwan just last year, and this according to the Food and Drug Administration. So, yeah, Food and Drug Administration (FDA). Why? Well, you can probably guess it's mostly food-related. You know, that's that I'm misleading. So most of the ads made misleading or exaggerated claims about health and beauty benefits, such as healthier and glowing skin, slimmer body, enhanced immune system, treatment of eye diseases, and improved skeletal muscle. Whoa, the last two is pretty serious. You don't play with things like that.、Um, you know, things that supposedly help you with health issues like that. That's pretty serious. It all sounds to me it would only fool those who are extremely desperate. Yeah, I know. I mean. Improve skeletal skeletal muscle. What is that? It means that it'll make you grow taller. I'm sure someone will really fall for that too. Especially parents for the kids, maybe if they want the kids to grow taller because they don't want the kids to be the shortest in in a classroom or something. Here's another song again. Ah,、uh, really? For real or not? By Tao Jingying. <laughs> 就磨合磨合，最后凑合凑合，不太乐意也笑了就够了，拉拉扯扯，该动干戈就过了，多爱了不就对了，不就对了？他说每个字连标点符号都信了，不就完了？不就得了？上面的嘴巴全是假的，痒痒的吻痕算是真的，芝麻的神神全是假的，只要爱情的信仰才是真的，听闻的心跳全是假的。
向内，又站着就是不争不战，不生不灭，处处要讲原则，你到最后不依不舍就认了。要闹不和，又无奈何，就算了，大家就也就和了，也就醉了。他唱的情歌是不是下课？你听了也都背了，也会唱的。承诺全是假的，还要当下再争一算是真的。没话的回忆全是假的，未来要过的日子才是真的。男人说不过全是假的，还要铿锵的道歉算是真的。舍得不舍得全是假的，万一拒绝不值得才是真的。The list of misleading ads from the news article.、Um, there was one saying that a Japanese product can cure baldness. I think I saw that somewhere. I know I have, you know, thin hair myself, but ladies are very careful about things, you know, seeing things like that. You know, they wouldn't fall for it. But maybe bald men would, and usually maybe because I've lived in Japan before, and I do, in a major way, still believe in Japanese products, especially like cold pills and ointments. Um, you know, for acne and wounds, I mean, you can tell I'm still using them, though I've left Japan for decades now. But the ad for curing baldness just looks really iffy to me. I'm sure they have great cures for baldness, but that one just looks so fake. And sure enough, the ad's being fined. And the list also included another Japanese company about slimming supplements. I'm thinking the many years I've lived in Japan before, I've never really seen any obese people. In that country, I mean, even now, so I can't imagine slimming products from the Japanese. Talking about that, I think it's the kind of diet they have. I mean,、um, sushi and sukiyaki, where they cook meat and vegetables in broth and eat with rice and other foods. You know, their diet, Japanese diet. I mean, their cuisine. You know, is so low in oil. Well, yeah, there are some fried stuff, but most of them they just love grilled stuff. And that is why they suffer more stomach cancer, but not obesity. You know, compared to other countries, from what I know. So, a slimming product from Japan, but maybe they only export them to other countries that have obesity problems. That could be the thing. Then there is New Zealand boysenberry fruit product that is said to reverse pulmonary fibrosis. I hope I hope I'm saying that right. Which is a condition in the lungs where they become fibrous or scarred, like thickened, stiff tissues. That's serious stuff. How would anyone believe that? No matter how desperate you are, instead of going to the doctors and get the best advice or medication, but fall for this kind of thing. You know, just eat something and you're going to be all fine again. I would always feel safer going to the doctors and take anything that the doctor recommends. You know, anything. I don't know. That's just me. You know, that's how I trust doctors. And One last thing is a fermented wild bilberry extract dietary supplement. 
that's sold as a treatment or cure for glaucoma and cataracts. That's serious. I wouldn't want to play with or fool myself thinking that I can just eat something and I don't need a cataract surgery and my eyes are going to be just fine just eating this thing. Um, that's hard to believe, you know. But then again, I think if someone is so desperate, they'll go for it to spend all that money. But to me, I think that if I were to take that, I might, you know, have nightmares thinking that I'm just going to go blind as a result of taking it instead because ours is such a vital organ to humans. You don't want to do anything stupid and careless to lose your eyesight. So this one doesn't say where it's from, but it doesn't matter. It's just ugly. And yet I can understand someone with worsening eye problems would try any remedy, any recommendation from anyone, anywhere, thinking it just might cure me. You know, it just might. You know, I'm just going to believe in that 0.1111%. So it's all a play on humans' weak minds when we are at our most vulnerable point in our lives. But why humans should play on humans? Why humans should harm humans? And that's because of greed coming from the ones who sell them. Greed for money, greed for wealth. If there's any other reason you can think of, please do write me and let me know. So my email is shirleylin at rti.org.tw. And here's another song about 真的假的? For real? This one is by 真熟情.
Apparently, others that were fined included a product made from concentrated essence of ostrich bones and meat. Ugh, just the sound of it sounds gross, actually. It says it's for increasing muscle strength. As much as my husband, Big John, wants to become muscular now, and he's really working hard, because we're really working out now, going, you know, we've got a coach and everything, I would never recommend my hubby eating that. He probably wouldn't even take it if someone got him as a gift. It just sounded gross, and I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. FDA says the figures have dropped from the year before of uh, these misleading ads and getting fined, but not good enough. Not good enough. Oh, yeah, and how about cosmetics and beauty care products? They'll probably end up destroying your skin and complexion, which are so important for your appearance. How would you do anything that could possibly harm you and so that you can't go out in public and want to see people? Honestly, I recently saw an ad about slimming and it was eating this some kind of fruity purple glob. I was thinking so easy as that. It really looked appetizing, to be honest. You know, purple, you think there's grape flavored or something and or maybe even strawberry flavored. I don't know. And it, it looks almost hard to believe, but it actually looked tasty. And to think that just eating that. And then there were these pictures of these, you know, like women before and after photos of them. And 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 I was like scrutinizing those pictures. I was like pulling up to my to my face and and it's so hard to tell, but it, I'm almost sure that they were photoshopped. But some really look so real. I was like checking the faces before and after. I'm going like, no, don't believe this. Don't believe this. You know, they, there's a way with photoshopping. So they make you think that it really is the same person, you know, who was plump once and then and then became so slim, you know. I don't know. But um, please, don't be a fool. Don't be too desperate to a point where you don't seek advice from doctors. I think it's better off going to the hospital, going to doctors, instead of believing these ads. It can cost you a fortune, and it could probably even destroy you. So I really do hope that people just stop that, you know. And yet I know that there are people out there who are so vulnerable, and I feel sorry for them. So let's stop all this. Do something decent. You can do better than, you know, fooling or, I don't know, yeah, fooling other people and giving you money for something that's going to destroy them. And are you going to be at peace with that in your heart, knowing that you've destroyed someone's lives or maybe even health or even someone died? I don't know. I don't want to sound so dark, but really. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to me on Jibos Republic talking about my thoughts and feelings on misleading ads, but um, they're still out there. So let's take care of each other and uh, be happy. So this last song I have for you is, again, 真的还是假的? Is it for real or is it fake? By Zhen Chongzi. Well, it's a Taiwanese song, so it's uh, in Taiwanese, right? So it's 今天还是假的? 
Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC, on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC, on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. Thank you.